So I want to share with you a uh, short idea on this week's Torah portion. For those of you who weren't able to listen to the full class from last night, this is a brief synopsis. You know, in life, we go through hard times. And anyone who's lived long enough knows that good times are always followed by hard times, which are always followed by good times again. But how do we keep the positive attitude when we're going through confusion, darkness, uh, depression, conflict, challenges in life? How do we, how do we, what's the proper approach to overcoming the, the challenges in life? So in this week's Torah portion, we, we learn a very interesting thing, that when the Jews were camped in the desert, the, there was a presence of God, a divine presence, a cloud that rested upon the sanctuary. And when the cloud would lift up and disappear, that was a sign that it was time to journey and to move on. And this process went on for 40 years in the desert, that the cloud would descend, the Jewish people would encamp, and they didn't know how long they were staying. And when the cloud would lift up, that was a sign to pack up their bags and continue on their journey. And, uh, and again, they didn't know how long they would be journeying for. And sometimes they would camp in one place for just a few days, and other times they would camp in one place for as long as 19 years. So that was the process of the, uh, the journeys through the desert, and in many ways is a precursor to Jewish history, where throughout our history we never really knew how long our stay was in a certain country in our, throughout our 2,000 year sojourn in the diaspora since the destruction of the temple and the exile of the Jewish people. Some countries welcome us with open arms for a year, a few, even a, a few decades, a few centuries, and then suddenly times begin to change and we are eventually exiled from that country and go on our way again throughout the, the, the nations of the world. The Jews in Germany believed that Germany was the new, was the new Jerusalem, Berlin was the new Jerusalem. They thought that we were finally accepted and we found a place where we were finally allowed to integrate into the greater society. And of course, we know how that story tragically ended. So too the Jews of Spain in the, uh, in the medieval time period were flourished. It was a golden age in Spain. The, the philosophy and the sciences and Jews did prospered in Spain until, until one day in 1492, the uh, day before Columbus sailed the ocean blue, the Jews were expelled from Spain, thus beginning the many century-long uh, trials and tribulations of the Spanish Inquisition. So, again, our life has a lot of ups and downs as a nation, our history, and as individuals, we go through ups and downs. The message of this week's Parsha is that the times when God's presence seems to lift up and disappear, those are the times where it's, it's a message for us that it's time to journey. It's time to travel. It's time to break out of the complacency and seek to become greater. When we go through dark moments in life, it's an opportunity to pick ourselves up and become great. The Baal Shem Tov, the founder of the Hasidic movement, says an amazing and beautiful metaphor. He says, when a kid is learning how to walk, so his father or mother holds his or her hand and and 
pulls him along. But when the child gets ready to actually take that first step, the parents have to let go in order for the kid to take that first step. And the same thing with learning to ride a bike. I remember, I still remember when my father took me to ride my bike. And I remember in the, in the park in New York, I remember uh, asking him, Dad, don't let go, don't let go. And then I was riding and I said, don't let go, don't let go. And then I heard his voice from several feet behind me saying, I let go a long time ago. You're riding all by yourself now. I remember when I took my kids to learn how to ride their bike, I was so nervous that maybe I'd be the one parent that couldn't teach their kid how to ride because it's so it seems so impossible for a kid to on this two tiny wheels to be able to balance themselves. But like clockwork with each with each of my kids so far, and I've done three, uh, we start out and it's hard and it's challenging and they fall and I hold on to them and eventually I let go for five seconds and then ten seconds and then a few and then 30 seconds and then they're before you know it they're riding on their own so says the Baal Shem Tov in life God's holding our hand through so many opportunities and moments in our life but every once in a while he lets go he seemingly disappears leaves us alone in the darkness in the desert we're afraid we're lonely and why is he doing that so that we can learn to walk on our own so that we can learn to become great, to take those steps so that we can actually reveal the hidden potential that lies latent within us. So those moments when we feel God's presence lifting up, leaving us alone, recognize that we are never alone. As the Baal Shem Tov always used to say, there was a, uh, a Jew who found himself in Auschwitz, one of the youngest children in Auschwitz at age 10. The day of liberation that the Russians were coming, his father, who had been his support and guide throughout the entire tra tragic times, was killed on the day of liberation. And this 11-year-old boy found himself on a death march from Auschwitz in Poland to Germany. And for days and days they marched without any food, without any water, in the freezing cold. And if anyone would fall or stumble, they would be shot on the spot. And this boy said he many times thought that he should just fall out of line so that he could be shot and end the pain and the suffering. But then he remembered a line from the Baal Shem Tov that his father used to tell him over and over again on Shabbos, was that the Baal Shem Tov used to say, a Jew has to remember that you're never alone. There's never a moment in your life when you're alone. If you feel alone, it's because God is stepping back and allowing you to develop wings, allowing you to learn how to ride, learning you, allowing you to take your first step. So that is a message for us to take with us. And I'll conclude with a poem, which uh, is uh, ambiguously attributed to many different American authors. The poem is called Footsteps in the Sand. And the poem goes essentially like this, and I'm paraphrasing in my own words, I found myself looking at the ocean of my life and I was walking along the beach with God and I saw all the different scenes and memories from my life as an, and they appeared upon the beach sometimes as two sets of footsteps and sometimes as one and I turned to God and said I don't get it I see that there are two sets of footsteps during so many moments in my life 
which one is me and one is you. But then I see during the hardest times of my life only one pair of footsteps. God, where were you? Why did you abandon me during those hardest times? And God responded, when you see one set of footsteps, those are mine. Because during the hardest times of your life, I was carrying you. I want to wish you all a beautiful, beautiful Shabbos. To always recognize that the darkness is a precursor to growth and opportunity. When we overcome our challenges by recognizing that we're never alone, then it will lead forth that from the darkness will rise up to greater, greater levels of light, hope, and joy.